the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Big event coming up in March. Foster City, Crown Plaza, just off the San Mateo Bridge. 92. You can sign up for the event March 8th, 630 to 830 by going to It's robblackshoe.com and use the code radio25 to get in for free. <clears throat> One of the things I like to talk about is making money, and there's a lot of ways to do it. Some people prefer to say real estate's the best thing in the world. It is until it's not. We haven't had a down cycle. So if you buy right now, you may be the person who's buying high. I talked to my realtor yesterday, and she goes, high-end homes are going to be the first ones to get hit, Rob. The $1.2 million home in the Bay Area will be fine. The $2 million plus, it's going to get hit. Notice we didn't talk about the $600,000 home, because they're not out there right now. Not within 15 miles of the city. So the most expensive homes in America are giving owners the worst bang for their buck. Starter home values are rising at a faster clip than luxury homes. The trend has been in place for at least five years, but signals that the shortage of affordable housing could get worse out there helping. Rising values are beneficial to owners of starter homes, but not great for people hunting for an affordable home. So it's funny because I own kind of a starter home in North Carolina that I've had for 15 years. And the amount of appreciation that I've had on it is 15 years is less than the amount of appreciation I had on a, you know, $1.8 million home last year. But percentage-wise, that's going to start changing. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony. Good morning. What are your thoughts about me talking to a realtor without you in the room? (laughs) Uh, Well, you make sense uh, with or without a realtor. That's the the good news, Rob. Um, When you made a good point, you know, you're talking about uh, a realtor saying that the high-end homes are going to get hit first. Is that the bigger they are, the harder they fall? Um, not really. It it has a lot to do with affordability, uh, as we all know. And you saw a period of time over the last eight years where we had low interest rates, and we still do. Uh, and it made that more expensive home a little bit easier to buy, easier to buy, easier to buy. And then, uh, so, so instead of buying that eight hundred thousand or nine hundred thousand dollar house, somebody's going for a one point two or higher. And you know that kind of translates, you know, throughout the numbers. Um, but yeah, so you just said we don't have $600,000 houses. Um, we don't have starter homes. Um, but maybe that 600000 and up is a starter home up to eight hundred. Those are going to do better. We have higher rates. The lower homes are going to be more affordable. So um, if you were a, if I was a guessing man in real estate, I'd say that places like the East Bay are going to do, are going to continue doing better. And we're going to see those lower home prices, the, the mid to lower home prices go up higher. And Possibly. continue during a higher rate environment. Now, one of the things that plays into this, as you hinted at, is the cost of borrowing. 
affordability. Cost of borrowing for homes keeps going up, a potential obstacle that people need to be aware of. As would-be buyers thin out. Most of us don't know what a 30-year mortgage rate is right now. <clears throat> we may have heard, like, oh, it's around four and a half, four and a quarter. But I can tell you 100% when I'm shopping for a house right now, I want to keep my monthly payment at $6,000. And I don't care if the mortgage rate is a 100% or 1%. $6,000 is all I want to spend. So a month, and that's a 30-day month, 200 a day. Like, whew. You live in a nice hotel for that. Yeah, we're getting a lot more of that. When when we get somebody calling about a, a purchase pre-approval, um, I always tell them, you know, there's two ways we can do this. We can qualify you at the max. That's basically what your income and credit and down payment will allow you to buy. Or you can tell me how much you want to spend. We're getting a lot more people saying, this is how much I want to spend. And that trans- translates into a number. And, and I mean, in reality, the half a point increase that we've seen. Um, and, and remember, it wasn't that long ago when we had rates after Trump was elected, rates spiked even faster. The yields went up faster than they did just recently. So it's this is, people aren't shouldn't be overreacting on this. But rates are still low. Uh it's not a big increase. It's it's less than 6% increase on your payment. Uh, and the numbers, even on an $800,000, $900,000 purchase, Rob, it's only you have to make like $6,000 more a year. And in, in a lot of places in the Bay Area, that's not that hard to find. Uh, um, you know, a lot of these new guidelines from lenders are saying, oh, you can work for a year now. We only need one year's tax returns. Um, so maybe a spouse goes to work or a partner of some sort and you can find, or, or you, I just, we just, Airbnb income is now be, able to be used for, um, income. So there's a lot of different things that uh, products are driving the real estate market. And I think we'll, no, I'm not trying to say this pun, but Trump, the, um, the higher rates, but there's a, a good symbi- um, relationship right now going on between home prices, affordability, wage growth, um, and interest rates. Yeah, I see that the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, according to Freddie Mac, and again, this doesn't even mean anything because it's all about your credit score and your income. Like This is oh, just yeah. kind of a starting point conversation. Is it right around 4.38%? Um, that's up from 4.32% last week. It's the highest rate since April 2014. At the start of the year, 30-year fixed-rate mortgages from Freddie Mac were about 4%, so 4% to 4.38. Not a huge move, but it's not in the, the low fours, or it's not in the you know high threes. And those were the golden days. Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. So it's like your 20s. It didn't sound like Jesus at your 40. Yeah, it, it, it brings up the question of whether or not we're going to see more people use arms. The 15 year or the 15 year, the 15 year and the five year, even the seven year arm are below 4% right now for the conforming 30 year fix, according to Freddie Mac. Uh, and, but you need the good credit. You're right. That's something that you could easily see a 1% difference on a refinance cash out transaction if you had a 640 score or a 740 score and you're going to pay two or three or four hundred dollars a month more than the person that has a higher credit score so that that's what i would do first look at the credit especially if you're self-employed start look you're about to file your taxes um that that gives you an incentive to say you know if i have a transaction coming up in two years from now because self-employed needs two years tax returns if um, I, you know, do I need to claim more income and pay more taxes? So there's some things that people need to consider and really prepare. That's really what uh, the theme is for real estate right now is prepare, 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 and do as much research as you can. 
Uh, there's a senior economist at bankrate.com, and I like the website bankrate.com. Um, good financial information. Uh, again, I think everyone should educate themselves as much as they can. Barron's Wall Street Journal, I think, um, are great subscriptions, great gifts for people um, to get them started thinking about money a little bit more. But a great quote from their senior economist, he said, the first home I bought in the 1980s was at double-digit interest rates. Wow. So right now we're historically unusually low. Back in the 80s, we were historically unusually high. Um you know, seven to eight percent mortgage rates were kind of normal at the my early dad part of my life. A house in Virginia for eighty nine thousand dollars is sixteen percent. Yeah, and he says that ever since he bought that house, every time he's refinanced, it's gone down, 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 and down. I don't think my dad will ever refinance again. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource dot com. It's BayAreaLoanSource dot com. Coming up, we're going to be talking about home shopping and regrets of things you might have left on the table. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up March 8th. You can sign up for the event in Foster City. March 8th, 630 to 830. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I get a little depressed looking at Facebook, especially after a mass shooting or during the political season. We are a divided nation. No matter what some of my friends seem to imply, I firmly believe that we are a great nation and we should rally together. Um, And kids shouldn't be shot at schools. We could do a lot of things. That businessman who ripped you off, we could put him in the town square and pull his arms apart. That's fine. He's a grown man. He committed a crime. But kids? I just don't get it. More controls are necessary. Um, Look at the data on gun control. As a nation, we stand out. We have no gun control. and We've got the highest murder rate of people dying by guns. Not by a little bit. By a lot. So with that being said, there's the happy thought of the day. I don't really like getting on Facebook anymore. Uh, it's just too much for me. So I see that as a problem for Facebook down the road. Um, I think I want to take a month off from Facebook. And then I'm like, well, I can't. I talk to my listeners and my viewers on Facebook. So you kind of are forced to see it. And then sometimes I wake up at 2 in the morning and I don't know what the heck to do with my time. And you kind of are forced to see it. Anyhow, <coughs> Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Howdy. A recent poll revealed that most prospective home buyers actively are involved in search for a home, have been looking for a significant amount of time. 61% have been trying to find a home to buy for three months or more, while the other 39% have been looking for less than three months. Wow. Yeah, and I, I bet you could. it wouldn't be that hard to throw a rock here and find somebody who's been waiting a lot longer than three months, um, right. six months or more. Uh, I mean, well, I had a couple clients just six months or more. Um, then I had a client two or three weeks ago. He found a property the first weekend he went out. Um, I'm not saying that's a good or bad sign of the realtor he worked with, but I think it was a good sign that that realtor said, this is what you need to offer on this house because... Um, he also happened to be the listing agent, so I think he knew what he needed to offer. But uh, um, maybe that's the way you go. You go to the listing agent and say, what do I need to offer on this house? I, I mean, I think you got to pull out all of your stops. If waiting three months, you get discouraged. You, you're like, uh, and then you watch home prices go up, and you're 
And then maybe you're caught right in the middle of a downturn in the stock market. Like, oh, my just down payment just went down 10%. Um, you know, I think you just have to be persistent. You have to work with a good realtor, and you have to be well, well prepared as far as financing goes, if you're using financing. It's pretty interesting, because I'm looking to do two big transactions in real estate this year. And I was talking to the woman who put me into a house in San Carlos eight, nine years ago. She goes, worry about selling it after. She goes, worry about what you want to buy right now. And I go, really? And she goes, I could sell your house in a day. <laughs> There's no inventory. Yeah, some uh, nine days is uh, you know pretty typical. And I'm like, here. nine days on the market, and that's just because there's a weekend involved. And she, I go, so she, you know, it's got eight nine years of a big Vishla dog and just wear and tear on it. And I go, should I be fixing it up right now? And she goes, don't worry about it. Yep. It'll sell. It'll sell. Yeah, we've had that theme going on for a long time. Fixer uppers and. And uh, if you go and spend money and paint your house, I'm good with that. But if you spend any more than that, yeah, um, I think it's ridiculous because people are spending. They they want to do something in their home. They want to feel like they're getting a deal, and they and and they want to be involved in in their new home. They don't want you to do it for them. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of the market we're in. So I agree with her on that. One of the things I do want people to do though is if you have enough money, get a house that you like, like live your life, enjoy it. Um, don't live in. I mean, I see multi-millionaires living in condos where they don't even have, they have one parking space between two people. And like, it's always a constant. If you come home after 11, good luck. Every parking space taken. I, I can't imagine that. And I, I, why do we do this to ourselves? So go out shopping, find a nice place with a nice bike trail, maybe pick up a place in Tahoe, you know, get it close to the hikes. Like that's a pretty big decision. Do you want it to be up in the hills where you have to drive to hikes, or do you want it to be on a hike? We we, we had a client, you were talking about a millionaire, uh, a millionaire co- condo owner. He, he doesn't even have room for family events, so he went and bought a house out in the valley okay. where, as a second home where he could have family meetings and Thanksgivings and Christmases because he can't have everybody at his house, and he has kids, and this is what he can do, and there's bikes and bike trails, and he's, uh, you know, rocks throw from Tahoe and things, like, and fishing and things like that. I think people have to start thinking that way when we get so congested here in the Bay Area, and a lot yeah. more people are. The, 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 from the financing side, what we end up, you, just, you said, well, you're fortunate where you don't have to sell your house to buy a new house, but a lot of people have to sell their house first or get that find a way to get that equity out of their house to buy the new house. And that's that's where we want to say it doesn't matter about rates. It's all about products. Like, how are you going to do this? There's no bridge loans anymore. Um, a bridge loan is where you would tell the seller, well, I'm sorry, the, the lender, I'm selling this house in 90 days, but I need the equity out of this house. And they go, OK, we're not going to qualify you on that departing house, but we'll qualify you just on the new house and we use the equity from the old house. Those are gone. So people are, are uh, resorting to having to refinance their property, take cash out or get an equity line or or scrape from their retirement to do low down payments. So there, there are some options, uh, about four or five options that people can take on that, but it's tough. Let me give you a, a pretty funny idea. Yesterday I was talking to my television boss uh, and he's from Chicago and he got the general manager position probably a year and a half ago. Sweet, nice guy. Really smart. Knows television well. And uh, his wife is still in Chicago, and he goes back every six weeks. He sees his wife every six weeks. Now, that sounds like heaven to me. And he's about to mess it up by buying a house out in California to move her out here. Two kids. One's at USC. One's a senior in high school. So he sold a lot of stock recently, back in November. So he missed the December and January climb, but he missed the February swoon. He sold 90. He went 90% cash because he has to buy a house. He has two kids in college. Um, 
and you wanted to lock in some gains, which is interesting. And I'm like, what are you going to do, though, in a year if the market's moved higher? Are you going to panic and try to get in? And same thing. He's, he wants to buy a house. He goes, I'm really afraid of buying a house, and then that's the top. I'm, I don't want to be the dummy to buy a $2 million house that goes straight to a million. How many people do you think are sitting back that own a house that want to lock in their gains? Just yeah. like he wanted to lock in his stocks. Well, so, I'm, I'm ready to lock in my gains yeah. in housing. There's a lot of people on the peninsula that are wondering, what the heck am I doing sitting on all this equity? It's not earning me a dime. It's not giving me any benefit in payment. And not only that, I'm rubbing shoulders with everybody else, and there's cranes everywhere. There's what everywhere? Cranes. Oh, I buildings. You said, I thought you said a, a race of people. <laughs> oh, no. I said cranes. Like, it sounded like Koreans. No, 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 no. It's, like, it's not. Man, the Olympics are on right now. Love people. I love the Olympics. I watch it every night. Behave yourself. So you can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. When you need to buy a house, you need to get pre-approved. You need to have good financing. Um, the difference between getting a house right now is putting in the right offer with the right financing. It's not about having the cute puppy. It's not about being the perfect couple. There's going to be six or seven other people putting an offer on the same place you are. It's about being perfectly qualified. You can learn more at RobLackShow.com. Big event coming up March 8th. Foster City. 630 to 830. It's all about wealth and income and retirement planning. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. If you need a mortgage, contact Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more real estate. It's kind of a free form Friday thing. Got a big event coming up in San Mateo, Foster City, March 8th, 630 to 830. Tony will be there. Tony Mendez, CFP Chad Burton will be there. Talking about financial planning issues tied towards wealth, preservation, retirement, income. What's interesting about that one is I'm wired to want to leave a legacy. Some people are wired to go, I want to bounce the check to the funeral home the day I die. I'm like, I don't get that. I just don't get it. And then some people get someone else's legacy and inheritance and spend it all in three years that it took them 50 years, 60 years of hard work to accumulate. I'm starting to get it now. Like I've been working since I was 14 years old. My first job was uh, building Apple two C's and Apple two E's. I worked at a retail store. Called the Enchanted Village. It wasn't a. It wasn't like a franchise or anything. I think there's two of them, and they sold like science nerdy books and computers. It's pretty awesome. But Apple used to not manufacture it and send it to you. Apple used to send the hard drives and the computers and the main boards and the monitors all separate, and someone had to put it together. And then my next job was scooping ice cream. And then my next job was waiting tables. And then my next job was waiting tables. I probably did about 30 jobs from age 14 to 21, delivering pizzas, whatever I had to do. Um, I'm now getting to the point where I want to enjoy life. I want to do a little bit less. That doesn't mean I'm going to go away or disappear, but I'm starting to think pre-retirement. But now now that scares me. I just brought up the idea of retirement. Um, I recently found a home that I would love to move to. It's on bike trails. It's on hiking trails. It's got great schools. Well, you know, your kids aren't going to be in elementary school forever, but when it comes time to sell it, you have a bigger pool of people because it's near a great elementary school. And sometimes you buy real estate because the mom wants the quality of life. 
She wants those bike trails. She wants those hiking trails. She wants the cute shopping. She wants the trees and the, the backyard view of, of a valley. Heaven. Um, super important uh, to, to put all the pieces together and not just to buy something on the quick flip, so to speak. Um, so anyway, uh, so I'm starting to think my next 10 years, but then I haven't, I'll probably work for 10 more, but then retirement after that, it, like, do I do an early retirement? Do I work till the day I die? So I'm starting to get in my head. And do I want to retire on a lake? Do I want to retire in a desert? Do I want to retire where there's no income tax? Do I want to retire near a hospital? Is that depressing? Retirees. It sounds like a lot of work. When you're young, you want to live near an elementary school because you're having sex and making babies and you want them to go to good schools. But when you're older, you want to live near a hospital because you're having strokes and cancer treatments. And it's way better to get cancer treatment five miles from your home than 15 miles from your home, right? I just bummed myself out. <laughs> so, Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source.com. Uh, yeah, welcome to retirement, Rob. Have the higher interest rates. Um, slowed things down or sped things up in the world of, of lending? We got a lot of calls, uh, people wondering what's going on. It's, uh, you know, the, everybody in the mortgage industry, we, we, we always say that we need a catalyst to keep things going, um, going up or going down. Obviously we like it better when it's going down, um, because we also are in real estate and we, we like to save money. Um, but we're, we're not like that stockbroker that's going to make money when stocks go up or down because we're the ones selling it. Those are more on the realty side. Um, but yeah, when somebody's buying a house because somebody's selling a house because they're fearful of rates going up and that their value might go down, um, that brings in another buyer. But refinances have kind of dried up. Um, that's been a theme for a long, long time. I mean, I think I had a saying a couple of years ago. I said, anybody who's refinanced, who could have recent finance has refinanced. Um, yeah, we still see refinances. There's tons of reasons to do it. Um, a lot of people are taking cash out. That's something that we're seeing. Uh, I recently did a transaction where somebody took money out last year to buy a new house and he wasn't able to find one. Now he's putting his money back into his house. Um, it, it kind of gets expensive, but the way he thought about it, it's like, I'm happy here. I didn't see anything that was affordable. So there's, we're seeing all sorts of things. Uh, when interest rates move like they do, um, it's a catalyst for something to happen. I just, they just didn't move enough. London's housing market is set for another turgid year. A January survey by the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors showed house prices in the capital remain firmly in negative territory, with considerably more respondents to the survey reporting falling prices than rising prices. Outlook's not much better. Um, the poor outlook for the housing prices in London reflects other mainstream forecasts. Forecasts are that Greater London will fall about 1.5% over 2017. Um, prices will fall 1.5% and then fall another 2% this year. <laughs> Affordability issues continue to play a key role in explaining this pattern with those areas where house price earnings are most stretched, seeing the softest markets. That's kind of some news because London was on a tear for a while. And as soon as you see it stop, San Francisco got the same kind of um, coverage when their home prices slowed down and, and, and then million, you know, 1.2 to 1.6 million dollar homes sat on the market longer. Um, and whenever you have a hot market like that and then things change, you're, it's going to make some news, but, um, I don't know anything about the London market. Okay. I, I don't expect you to, other than to know that it surged and my thinking, remember about that house 
I got the, the best story. I bought the house during Easter week on a Tuesday with a real estate agent who was from Saratoga, not San Carlos. So she didn't know the market. It's really important to you as a the real listing estate agent. agent didn't, but listing your agent, agent right, did. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the listing agent did it, and she didn't know. She listed the house at 960. I got it for 940 under, something like that. And uh, then it goes up to a million. It should have been sold. It should have been sold for one point one million. But the listing agent made a mistake. There should have been numerous bids that were going ten percent over. Maybe not because I was at the end of the um, housing recession. And uh, then it goes up to one one. Then it goes up to one two. Then it goes up to one five. Then it goes up to one six. And all the way, I'm like, that's crazy. It shouldn't go up more. Then it goes up to one eight. Then it goes up to two, one nine. Then it goes up to two. And I think that's what has happening in London is some people are probably coming to their senses and going it's nice to have, but like right now, if I were to put a renter in the place, I'd get a 1% return. That's not good enough. Back at 950,000, if I put a renter in, I would have got like a 5% return. So it's an interesting mathematical dilemma. So, and then you get into the idea of what, do you want to leave, you know, real estate? Yeah, do you want to have a house where it is? And, and it's a nice area. It's, it's centrally located. I think as far as I hate the area and I, I just, I just bought an emotional support peacock. <laughs> so I have an emotionally support peacock that I'm going to try to get on a United Airlines flight. And my hope is that you come with me and you videotape security guards beating the hell out of me because I've lost my mind. And then we put it on the Internet and I make millions of dollars. My Why make trillions when we could make billions? <laughs> Emotional support peacock. What's gone wrong with America? Well, obviously gun control and shooting up teenage kids at high school. But other than that, emotional support peacocks on flights. Can you imagine sitting behind that seat and a peacock pops his head above you? Anyway, what sort of, um, you know, you said there's no refis, but now you're going to start getting refis in about... If interest rates go up three more times this year, maybe you'll start getting refis next year from people who got, you know, four and a half percent. The saying is this catch rate, you know, hey, rates are going to go up, refinance before the rates go up or refinances are going down, um, catch them while they're going down. So it's it's all about rates moving. It's okay. healthy for the market. Um, it, it I think it brings back a healthier feeling to what home prices really should be. I'm not saying they're overvalued right now because... The value of a house is what somebody will pay for it. And I mean, uh, you're talking about a $2 million property in the, in the peninsula, and people are paying cash for those. Uh, still, in the United States, 25% of all transactions are in cash, and that includes California and those million-plus homes. Um, so, yeah, rates rates are healthy for the market when they move like this. Um, I know it's a shock. And it, it, there's a survey out there, and it's some crazy survey that most people think rates should be around four percent. When historically the average is about six percent, it was six and a quarter for a while. Now it's six percent. That's still one and a half percent lower than, or one and a half percent lower right now. So it's still a good buy as far as interest rates are concerned. Will it have an effect on home prices? And I think that's a big question, or the more the mindset, Rob, of whether or not they it's they think it's going to affect their home price. Um, I think it plays together with the stock market, though, because a lot of those people buying with cash are using stock market money. So I think as long as the stocks are doing well, we're going to see people say, I can put an extra hundred grand in to compensate for a slightly higher rate. So I always pay attention to millennials and and the younger kids. Did you know that right now there's a a website called Twitch? Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. So you can go watch people play video games is the idea. Mm -hmm. 
more people are watching Twitch, 962,000 a day, than are watching MSNBC and CNN. Oh my God, no way. So does that play into your world at all? Where, I mean, clearly millennials are watching Twitch. Are millennials doing something different than the way I'm buying and selling houses? Right? God. Um, not necessarily. Uh, you know, the, the, inherently, there's some challenges that are coming along with millennials with debt. Uh, uh, awful graph. If you look at it, just debt keeps going up and up and up. Um, no, I wouldn't say no. I, you know, I, there was a couple of surveys done about millennials saying, are you shopping online or are you shop still using a realtor? And more pe- people use realtors today than they ever have. If you like bad pop songs and awful pop songs, this is one of my favorite awful pop songs. Chris Martin and Coldplay taking us a break. Why? You can meet Tony Mendez at the big event March 8th in Foster City. You can find him online at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can use a code RADIO25 to get into the seminar for free on March 8th in Foster City. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I will admit this. I'm a fan of you, too. I was a fan back in high school with Boy in October. Do I think they've put out too much music that's pretty blah and average? Yeah. But I think this is an album that Bono got cancer or something. He had a medical scare. And uh, he decided to write an album to his loved ones. And the phrase, get out of your own way. Come on. That makes all the sense in the world. If that doesn't apply to your brother, if that doesn't apply to your uncle, if that doesn't apply to your wife... I mean, who's our worst, biggest enemy? It's it's not Donald Trump. It's ourselves. So uh, that goes when you're buying real estate. That goes when you're investing. That goes when you, you know, go get a career. Um, I work with some people in television who are incredibly, incredibly smart. And they're fun to talk to. In radio, radio is interesting because I love the audience of radio. Love the audience of radio. Both industries, radio and television, are seeing revenues leave pretty aggressively. Because of companies like um, YouTube. You know, they're getting our eyeballs. They're getting our ears, so to speak. Um, so you have to kind of go with the flow. I'll do some Facebook videos. I'm going to pick up a little bit of momentum on that in the coming weeks. I did one six days ago, last Thursday, when the market was down 1,000 plus points. And that week, you know, we saw the market at one point in time go down 200, 300, 400, all in the same day. You'd look up and it's down 500, 600, 700. It's like, it's only literally been 12 seconds since it was down 500. Now it's down 600. And it scared a lot of people. So I did a Facebook Live video that day. And guess what? It's the biggest Facebook Live video I've ever done. 5,000 plus people have viewed it. Whoa. Now, what does that tell me? It tells me that people won't get out of their own way. That the only time they'll listen to financial advice is when they're scared. Where I was greedy. On the video, I'm like, you probably should be buying today. Not selling. You probably shouldn't be afraid. You should be greedy. Be fearful when others are greedy. So you got to get out of your own way sometimes. Um, I see way too much of that in real estate. Where people will find the right house or even cars. I had a car salesman one day. uh, Back when when I was in my 20s. And he goes, what do you want? And it's a great question. I'm like, "Well, I I want a nice car. Do you want the car to be safe? Like he's asking every question. Like, of course you want the car to be safe, but you sometimes uh, then I'd freak out. I'm like, I can't spend nineteen thousand dollars on a car. 
I'm 22 years old. Anyway, you see a little bit of a buyer's remorse and big ticket regret and fear. Tony, Mendez, Bayer, LendSource.com, Lender to the Stars. The Lender to the Stars. You know why the car salesman asks those questions, right? They hope that if you say, yes, 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 I want a safe car, I want a two-door, I want a car with wheels and a steering wheel, and you say yes enough, by the time you say, oh, the car is $19,000, you want to buy this car, and you'll say yes. So, anyways. Um, I hate insurance people. That's that's what they do. That's, I know, that's you're how talking they sell. about car salespeople, but financial product company, insurance companies, like whole life and variable life, awful, awful insurance products, but they do the same thing. Don't you want to take care of your family in case yes. an agricultural product falls from the sky? Yes. And you're like, how many people die from agricultural products? <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a number tied towards that, believe it or not. Yeah, it works. You bought a car, didn't you? <laughs> At some point. Uh, everybody needs a car. Uh, not everybody needs a house, but um, you, you know, regret? No, not really. I think people, for the most part, have been happy with what they're buying. Um I'm getting a lot more people happy that they bought yeah. and they were able to get their offer accepted. Um, there's some good realtors out there. Um, and you, you talked about the the realtor that listed the house that you, you bought and she lost the client probably one to $200,000. Um, it might not happen as often today as it did back then when people didn't really know what was going to happen with the market. I certainly wish I bought at that time instead of later, but, uh, you, you got to start with working with good, good people, professionals, uh, people who have been in the business a long time. People understand that there's ebbs and flows in this market and that you could be buying it at a high. So why are you buying this house and ask those questions and get the yeses and, um, and hopefully get your brain thinking. And, um, so you do get out of your way, uh, your own way and let the natural process of things, um, uh, work and don't, don't do too many number crunchings. If it's, an, because some people do want to buy on an emotional, um, have a, an emotional process. We do see that all the time. I, I want to buy a house. Maybe it's from pressure from their parents or um, other family members. We see that quite often. I saw a statistic yesterday that in Poland and England, only one out of every million people die in gun homicides every year. That's about as often as an American dies in an agricultural accident. Is that like a lawnmower? Is that, what's, uh, is that an agricultural accident? I... Possibly. Or maybe a sure. piece of corn <laughs> Shot getting out stuck of in your throat, throat or something. Anyhow, and anyway, you, you, that's Tony Mendez, and he can help you get a loan. He gets loans done. He's the lender to the stars. He's a lender extraordinaire. He's the broker of the most. Um, all that and more. So you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. That could be the best I've ever heard you say about me. Well, don't let it go to your head. I get so, loans done. Tony Mendez, investing in real estate and buying a home. You need someone to help you in that process with the financing. He gets it done. BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find me online at RobBlackShow.com. It's RobBlackShow.com. Have a great weekend, everyone. Be good to each other. Love, love, love. And um, don't forget, I got that big event coming up March 8th. It's going to be in Foster City at the Crown Plaza, 630 to 830. I'm going to get there early and talk stocks and markets like kind of loosely you can sign up at rob black show use the code radio 25 code radio 25 to get in free 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.